Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we talk about trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. Be advised there is explicit language. Visit us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. Visit us on Twitter at Audio Apes. And go to our website, audioapesmusic.com, hangingwithapes.com. Uh, sign up for our newsletters so we could keep in touch so uh, you can uh, stay engaged with us. We thank everybody that's been engaged thus far on Twitter and in our personal lives. Everybody that has like positive input, criticisms, all of that. It's It's very helpful. It's very appreciated. All of it is. So so thank you very much. Today we have a guest with us. Uh, you know him already. A lot of you have told us that you like when he's on the show. So it's our duty to to bring him back. Uh, Vince, Vincent Williams, our friend, Vincent Williams. He's back. Vinsanity. How how are you two gentlemen doing? We're great. We're great. Real and Thank decent. you forever, whoever's uh, liking what I the mumblings that i have to say <laughs> oh yeah they they like you <laughs> let me tell you the people like you the people want vince they need vince they love vince um so we brought vince on today uh well actually it kind of happened by happenstance he he texts me today he's like hey you know are you gonna talk about tambourine and i'm like i i i have been wanting to talk about tambourine and he said he saw it, which Tamarine is a Chris Rock special. I'm just going on like people, everybody knows what Tamarine is. They're like, these guys are going to talk about Tamarines today? No, but Tamarine <laughs> is a Chris Rock comedy special that uh, is like really awesome. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, gun laws. We're going to revisit that a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about Black Panther. We're going to talk a little bit about a Monique uh, Breakfast Club interview. We got a lot to unpack today. It's going to be a fun packed episode so uh thank you guys for joining us uh so let's just jump into tambourine let's 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 have let's have some fun with that have you guys seen it well i know vince has seen it have you seen it rick yes you seen we saw it live too which was great right so oh you two saw it live well not exactly uh we saw we saw the we went to the we went to the stand-up uh the total blackout tour when Mm -hmm. chris rock and a lot of the material a a high percentage of the material in the total blackout tour is used in tambourine yeah the chicago one because i also saw him here in chicago was more like this one it was pretty much the same same bit but it was after the blackout so yeah, I know what you're saying because there was a couple different bits on it. Because that was that was damn near a year ago. Yeah, that you know what I'm saying. So, so he added a couple more things. Uh, so your thoughts, Vince Tambourine, Chris Rock. Well, j- just on a, on a on a very quick business little side track here. We're going. I I think we're going to see in the next year. We're going to see a lot, a lot of comedy specials because I'm I'm looking at the production of it and it's. It's so simple. It's a venue. Yeah. Lighting, cameras. That's it. Quick. It's a it's a quick little edit. Like it's, you're not paying actors and actresses and 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 you know different locations and and all this stuff. It's 
it's very cost effective for Netflix to like keep pumping out these uh little comedy specials. I I totally agree. The only the only downfall I I or negative if you will that I see with it is that the majority of them are not good. You know, like yeah, overall speaking speaking in the overall like cuz you can't you can't take the the Chappelle's and the Rocks and then like apply that to everybody cuz look at Amy Schumer her shit was fucking horrible. <laughs> that was horrible. And and not and but not cuz she's a woman or anything like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. It was just bad. It was bad, yeah. I could not. Now 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 what I now what I, I will say what what I what I will say is would also be just as cost effective but maybe might be a a a, a different more entertaining route to take is not like 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 obviously the heavyweights of of comedy let them do their thing their their comedy the the Seinfelds the Rocks the 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 Chappelles but then there's other people that they're not necessarily stand up comedians but I think they'd be very interesting to have like one man shows like a lot like the the Mike Tyson undisputed truth on HBO Mike oh, Tyson yeah. has this this uh I don't know how long it is, like an hour and a half, maybe, uh, where where it's like him on stage talking about his life. And I don't know if you've seen it, but it's phenomenal. Like it's fun. There's parts that it's funny. It's parts that it's sad. And I remember when I saw the little thumbnail for it on HBO, I was like, hmm, this, I don't know, like Mike Tyson, like talking about his life, whatever. Let, let's see. Let's see what's up. That shit was really entertaining. He talked about growing up. His fight training, his career, his downfall, all of that says like unadulterated yeah. truth, like undisputed truth. It was, was it a smaller, intimate crowd? Yeah, and and it was and yeah. it was uh it was in New York somewhere. I wanna say Brooklyn, uh the the, the venue, but uh but I I know it was definitely in New York and, and it was awesome. So I could see that being Sp- Spike Lee was the one who produced it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean I I'm wondering why he didn't keep that going because that was really successful and re- really good. And I never would have thought Mike Tyson because like there was parts like you said that, w- that were funny. Mm-hmm. And I never saw that in Mike Tyson. I didn't think that he could be on stage and, and do something like that. So it, it's kind of a cool thing, especially with, with different people that, you know, it, it provides a good stage for people that have been in the limelight, but you really don't know. And then also for maybe up and coming people too. You could tell like with Mike Tyson that like with his... Uh, undisputed truth special like he was coached you know what i'm saying like yeah. so and, and and that's one thing spike lee did like very well is like he primed this man yeah. to to do this you know this was it was clear like it was very clear in the special that this is not something that mike tyson is just doing himself yeah he's being he's being primed to, to yeah. and, and and he was coached very well because yeah. it was very entertaining so you got that aspect. You got the aspect of how many out there are willing to go through that. That's yeah. number one. And then number two, how many out there are willing to like tell their story in in such a truthful and entertaining way? Because yeah. so much of Hollywood is a facade. Yeah. You know, like, well, this is what people see. I can't tell them the truth. Yeah. I can't tell them 
this or you know who I was fucking and who I, like whereas Mike Tyson did like yeah he got you he know went. uncut with it and and when they interviewed him about it he said it was real, real uncomfortable like the whole process of it and I mean come on when you when you see it when you watch it you see why and years ago MTV used to do these little um oh, um specials like kind of what we we're talking about little intimate settings with hip hop artists. Mm-hmm. And I remember Lil Wayne, he was performing, gosh, he he would do like songs off what I don't remember what CD he was promoting at the time, but he was he would perform part of a song and then the music would stop or the music would, you know, kind of dim down so he could illustrate and go into the stories behind some of his lyrics and just I don't I don't know why that why we got away from that? Because yeah. I, I don't see that at all in hip hop anymore. No, but and, and that's and that's a real awesome concept, and and entertaining. And then a great way I feel to to connect with people because one thing is is having a song, and another thing is like being granted the opportunity to sort of explain your song and explain the thought mm-hmm. process behind it. So. Now, I wouldn't want to hear that from every artist. Like, nah, like Lil Uzi Vert, I don't care what, or, you know. Or but like s- fucking Lil Zane. And yeah, like there's a lot of people that I was like. <laughs> and in all, honesty, in all honesty, I'd imagine that there's a lot of people out there that, that make certain like art or media forms that couldn't even really delve deep into like an explanation because mm-hmm. it's so, you know. Surface level. Surface and shallow. You know? But like someone like Logic, I would love to hear him, or Pusha T. Oh, Pusha T would be real interesting. So, b- before we get too far away from it, uh, what are your thoughts on on Tambourine, the the Chris Rock Netflix special? Uh, Tambourine, I feel, was a phenomenal piece of work that really put black people on blast. Really? Yes. Interesting. Like from from the from the moment he started, it was just a tell. It was a tell all about the hypocrisy and the just ignorance of the black community, and that's what and that's what I feel he was putting to trying to put to light. You know, hey, you know, there was this uh, there was this one part about he said that, you know mothers or, or parents should like their black sons just punch them punch in the face, in the face. <laughs> punch them in the which face. is true and it's 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 something that you two have talked about on yeah. a podcast before that um you know all these parents are going around black parents in this case are going around telling their children how great they are how special they are and no you're not any more special than the kid next to you Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I remember you said if you were a guidance counselor, you would tell the kids, like, you know, you're not special and yeah. you, you ain't shit, you know? Yeah, it, <laughs> I, and, 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 I, and I truly stand by that. Like, if I had an after-school program and, I and you know, I'm in charge of, you know, these kids or whatever, by, by, no, by no means am I going to mistreat these kids. By yeah. no means am I not going to, like, have their best interest in mind. I want to introduce them to, to good people. Guys like you guys, like other people I know, business people, like like I would want to do that. But before we get into any of that, I need you to know nobody gives a fuck about you. Just yeah. know that 
but that's going to give you so much power like you're going to you're you're going to learn so much about the world by that yeah. and i don't and i don't say that to be like a, a pessimist in the sense that oh the world is this like big ugly place what it, i mean by it is though what, it, it can be absolutely <laughs> but what i but what i mean by that is eventually yes you will come across people that do give a fuck about you like your family or close friends or or, or 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 you know whatever your 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 significant other your kids but that's a very small number compared to where the rest of the world is going to place you in the value system so mm-hmm. so don't go into the world thinking everybody is going to value your input like your loved ones yes. everybody's going to value who you are and what you do like your loved ones and we've talked about it before even in the Jordan B Peterson book and uh, the 12 uh, rules of life or, f- or for living a better life. Um, even in chapter two, uh, he talks about like, is keeping your son or, or, or your, your child safe as good as kind of being a, a realist with the child to, to an extent, you know, you, you might be, you might be keeping them safe, but then it's a nightmare because you're just creating a big child. So you're, yeah. you have a 30 year old child that doesn't know how to handle shit. And you see that you see that now with a lot of people, you different opinions, and and now it's oh well you're 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 a terrible person instead of having an argument and having your opinions and arguing back, you see that you see that with with uh, with which we'll talk about later like the way people react to to even the simplest uh, you know science like the you want to combat that because you're offended by it. Mm-hmm. And and it's 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 important. And even then, in, in the same book, there's a chapter. What was the chapter called about? Um, uh, teach, um, don't raise your child into someone that you wouldn't like, or something like that. He talks. It's, it's a rule, and and pretty much it's like don't don't let your child be someone that you don't like or, or do things that you don't like. And it's good because you're kind of teaching your kid to be better socially, right? Because you're like, hey, this you don't do this because mm-hmm. because. If, if we all know uh, it's a fact that when you're a child, we're kind of assholes as children, right? Why, what's wrong with him? <laughs> you ask because, you know, and, and, and the kid might be a special kid, but, but you ask because you really don't know. So yeah. you're, you're mm-hmm. just completely honest. And in being honest, if a kid's like a little douchebag, right, and, and the other kids don't like him, they're not going to hang out with him. So now you're kind of creating an antisocial, you know, a kid that's not being socialized, a kid that's being told by teachers, you know, uh, you, you're not going to amount to anything. And why is that? It's because it comes from the parenting side of things. And mm-hmm. that's kind of like the same parallel that you're kind of talking to, about. Right to there. piggyback off your point, the day the day after Trump was elected, uh, became president-elect, this one girl from Oklahoma did a video and she just cried her hearts out. Oh, you know, America doesn't love us and no one loves us. How could you let someone like him get in the office? And I'm like, I would take away her scholarship right then and there. Like that, <laughs> that, that comes from, that's poor parenting. That comes from people, parents babying their children until they're, you know, until they're like, 21 and grown as babies yeah now I, I will disclaim i don't have children but you know i i feel like there's certain ways to not raise your children that's one of them you know yeah. this yeah but you know back to tambourine 
just there just so many things that the black people do out of just sheer ignorance and laziness and Chris Rock brilliantly brought it to the forefront even about the part um giving head you know where black women don't don't want to give head um tam let me go back tam the the initial part of tambourine is that you know hey that some people are the lead singers yeah some people have to play background roles tambourine and it's something that we've talked about before you have to look in the mirror and know who the hell you are yeah am i an a am i an alpha am i a b player you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with either one. Like there's coaches all through the NFL. They're B players. They're B they're they're assistant coaches. They've been assistant coaches yeah. for like 15, 20 years. And uh, I mean a lot of times they're smarter and, and and more in tune with the team than the head coach is. It's yeah. just the head coach has that alpha quality. Right. You no, know, we've talked about it with game and fifty. Exactly. Game thought he was an alpha. 50 Cent was the real alpha, and their relationship deteriorated. So, yeah. you know, Chris Brock was just, I, I'll share the spotlight, you know, Rick, if, if you, you have anything to throw in. But I, I thought it was just a phenomenal piece of work by Chris Rock. No, it was. And you pretty much covered it. Deeply introspective and almost like because like what you said is kind of like there's a shock value to it but it was kind of like an elegant like shock to it though like the way he said it and that's and that's the beauty about comedy in general because you look at Dave Chappelle you look at Chris Rock you look at a lot of the controversial comedians and and they could just go through you know Donald Trump and and raising your kids and today's society and make it sound so like easy to talk about when everyone else is struggling to talk about it. Yeah, it's really that aspect of things boils down to that. These guys have balls. Like that's really what it is. Like (laughs) it, I don't think that it's a hard thing to talk about. Like why, why have we as a society cornered ourselves where, we can't talk about it. Like, yeah. let's talk about it. Let's let's unpack it. Let's let's figure it out. Let's see like how we're going to to proceed. You know, good art is supposed to challenge you. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. And and we've reverted to where people are offended now by good art. It's it's it's, it's really a shame. Like and and, and sometimes. I wonder, and and I I guess I would challenge anybody who's listening to this right now to ask yourself, when was the last time you had the willingness to engage in like a real conversation? Not like something face value, not something superficial, but something that was real that you wanted to talk about. That's good. That's healthy for you. And and so what I what I think is happening with these great stand-up comedians is they're taking everything that this world has to offer right now and it's a lot in terms of information. It's yeah. it's a whole lot. And what they're doing is they're presenting it to you in an entertaining and informative way. And they're 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 leaving you with with something to think about, because, while still being critical. 
Right, yeah, still being critical, like mm-hmm. still saying what they believe. Yeah, it's not just, hey, this is what's going on. Yeah. No, no, no. They're 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 letting you know how they feel about it. And and that's you know, the the entertainment part of it, them letting you know how you feel them them letting you know how they feel about it. But also just a willingness for for them to be so balanced about it because it's yeah. not it's not totally one-sided because anybody who knows anything about the world we live in you recognize you can't be one-sided. No, not at all. Like like what what he said about the cops I felt was very funny, very telling. He was what he said, you <coughs> think he's like you think on occasion the cops would kill a white kid just to keep things balanced. <laughs> now, I don't know I don't know how deep Chris delves into you know, the the legal aspect of these shootings and all of that. I don't know how deep he delves into it. But even at a face value criticism of everything that's going on, it's a funny assessment because yeah. it's like it's like, okay, let's say let's 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 say that this is a, a realm of like a lot of like just overwhelming injustice. Okay. It's overwhelming injustice. You would think that, you know, these that are 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 doing all this overwhelming injustice would kind of keep things balanced which by even even going that route makes you makes you realize that he realizes that that situation is a lot more complicated than people make it out to be you know what i'm saying by by bringing by bringing that to light like hey if it was so simple they would every so often kill a white kid just to keep you off their back you know what i'm saying so that's that's a that's a, a very uh, I- important route to take when yeah. when you're gonna like entertain big crowds like that, and then also the the realism of it, like when he talked about his divorce, and you know what I'm saying, and like yeah, that was crazy being addicted to porn. And he said so much shit that like we we've, we've talked about so much. Like like I like like how he he talked about there was a part where he talked about how. A woman, a woman will take another woman's man. He's like, fellas, you don't got to worry about anybody taking your wife. They'll fuck her, but then they'll give her back. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't want you yelling at me like you yell at him. You know, <laughs> you get the nice that, parts to me, it. that was another shot at black men. You know how how I think you think so. I, 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 I think do. That was, I think that was more of a shot at like a lot of American men period. Cause like, it's not just black men that get mistreated in, in marriages. Yeah. Well, no, I took it as a a lot of black men tend to get very territorial when it comes to women. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I, it's something that I just don't see with a lot of other races. It's like, you know, black men are like, Hey, this is my woman. Don't you talk to her? Don't you look at her? Don't you do nothing to her? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think that's what... He, I feel like that's what he was calling to the forefront. Like, stop being so territorial mm-hmm. over, over you know, over these women. Yeah. Well, his Hispanic men are, are, are like that a lot, too, though. Yeah, like, really real, very. Real territorial and, like... I think they're worse than black men, I, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, I could see that, that argument being made. And, and it's like... Uh, it's like that topic alone is... Is, is deep because we're really just talking about insecurities and an insecurity yeah. comes from something that you're not sure of. And if you're not sure of it, then you should think about it very deeply 
and, and make sure that you make the best decision you can. And I'll give you an example. Um, we were talking about, um, me and my girl, we were talking about like, okay, what if we had a kid and, and you know, we ended up like splitting and, and then like, you know, we had a, a daughter and the daughter didn't really like the, your, your boyfriend's vibe or something. Like, that's the way to start off yeah. breakfast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy ass. <laughs> We're on 10, baby. But, uh, and, and then I, she's like, oh, I asked her, I was like, why, why, what would you do? Like, if like, you know, the, the, she didn't like the dude you were with. And, uh, and then she'd be like, oh, well, then I probably would cancel him. And then she's like, I was like, but that wouldn't even be a question that you even have to think about because you made a right choice. And I was like, oh, and I didn't think about that either. And it's like, yeah, life-changing choices, like who you're going to be with for the rest of your life or who you're going to start a business with or 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 who, who are you, I mean, even lend money to. Like these are things that can haunt you, you know, or drinking and driving, you know, like all these things, they have consequences. Yeah, you might not get in a car accident if you drink and drive but you also could and then you'll go to jail and if the person got killed now you're looking at a, a lot of years and it's like you know you have to be very conscious i mean money you buy a car like everything everything has consequences it, it, it's it's funny you mentioned the the drinking and driving because chris rock had a, a stand-up special previously this, this was some years ago where he mentions he mentions drinking in in comparison to gun violence, he's yeah. like everybody's talking about guns. He's like, what about alcohol? He's like, alcohol kills motherfuckers every day. Oh yeah. He's like, some of you ain't gonna make it home tonight because of alcohol. And like the whole crowd, like they get like, oh, <laughs> like yeah. like they didn't boo, but they were like, damn, how are you gonna say that? And 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 it you know it it's that's true. as real as it gets and that's and mm-hmm. and that's what i'm saying it's it's very real and and it's a it's a lot like what what we talked about last week with the whole shooting you know sure 17 dead in a school that's crazy and that's awful yeah but sometimes you get that in a weekend in chicago yeah yeah you know mm-hmm. and and so like what are we really talking about here yeah yeah, and, and and that's funny you say that because I mean we were having such a big back and forth on uh, on Twitter about that with so many people, and uh, it, it just didn't make sense to me because people were saying mass shootings, mass shootings, mass shootings. I was like, wait, l- listen, and that's when I I, I I was like, okay, Chicago has a lot of gun crime right now, like that shooting is nothing compared to that. I mean, obviously people dying that's terrible but are you saying that people in mass shootings are more important than the people in chicago or what are you saying like what are you trying to solve here mass shootings or gun violence and then and then right off the bat they start saying oh well the guns that come to chicago they're from other states and i was like okay well then should we be talking about okay uh gun control or gun laws that that can that you can put on, on like federally on every state that could fix the gun issue because assault rifles aren't the issue here. Gun violence is. So are you trying to fix gun violence or not? Uh, you can still stay true to the second amendment and have gun control. That's it's, it's as simple as that. So people, people kept, Oh, well, look at Australia. <laughs> they were saying about Australia. 
okay, well, Australia's first of all, then I sent them a study about the the you the know buyback the, gut, the, the buyback program. Like, yeah, but there hasn't been any more mass shootings. Like, yeah, but this the crime was already uh, already going down, and there still was crime, and they only got twenty percent of the guns. So are you and, saying that the twenty percent of the guns and, and, solved and, everything? And, but and and let but also let's take away let let's take away everything about the gun like culturally speaking yeah. there's a lot that goes into it and, and and this is this is my point about it like when when we're when we're having a back and forth about this stuff is people care people care when that care is presented to them on a platter like the 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 topic of care is presented to them on a platter but how much are you really thinking about this when 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 it's not presented to you, when Chris Cuomo on CNN isn't saying, "Hey, I'm Chris Cuomo, and this is what you should care about this week." Hey, I'm Jake Acosta. <laughs> Fuck Trump. You should care about that. Not like, are are we? So is this the only time you're thinking about this? Yeah. And that that's another thing that 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 Chris Rock alluded to in the stand up special, and this shit was so fucking real and so cold, and like. It reminded me of, of of us a lot and like the the kind of people that that we hang out with and the kind of people that 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 we fucks with. A, a lot of the people I noticed that 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 are cool with us and like us, they're not very uh, cookie cutter people. Like the, no. a a lot of uh, you would it would be very hard for you to categorize mm-hmm. people and and because you got people that like for an example, are, are wildly successful. But then if you look at like the course they took to get to like that level of success, it hasn't been the regular, oh, I go to school, I get good grades, I get, a, I graduate, I get a good job. Like yeah. it's been, it, they, they, they take other routes. And so people typically think, well, I'm going to go to school, do this, do that. I'm going to graduate. I'm going to do this, do that. Okay. that That's the route, like on a, on a platter that's presented to you like hey this is what's going on this is this is how things are and chris rock in the stand-up special he said something that was so real when he said when he was like in the 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 divorce proceedings and he had his lawyers yeah and and and, and he had his wife lawyers and he's like he's like these motherfuckers every one of these people got up got dressed brushed their teeth to come and take my money He's like everybody yeah. <laughs> is gonna leave this room with more money than me. The wife is the ex wife is gonna leave with more money. Her lawyers are gonna leave with more money. My lawyers are gonna leave with more money, and I'm the motherfucker that like from the bottom. Everybody here is more educated than me. Everybody here like had a better starting point than me. But but you know why people don't think about that because that is not presented on a platter to people. No. So that lawyer that gets up and 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 is proud about the fact that I'm going to take this man's money, you're 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 okay and you could live with having that assessment and that thought process because that's something that some fucking body else presented to you on a platter. Yeah. But why is it, why doesn't anybody think about socially and culturally themselves and think about like, yo man, like that is kind of fucked up. Yeah. That that that's a, yet another um, issue in the black community. He didn't say this, but I think he was kind of alluding to it. If you read between the lines, so many blacks are geared towards entertainment, sports, although they're kind of hand in hand, you know, no one's, you know, there aren't a lot of black lawyers out there. Yeah. 
you know, there, there, there aren't a lot of black, uh, uh, you know, executives, CEOs out there, but all blacks, they want to go towards entertainment. And he said, he's telling you this, mm-hmm. you know, lawyers, there's money in, in being a lawyer and studying the law. And, and so, so that, that was another shot. I felt yeah. like he was not only that, take, taking it, taking let's, a shot at blacks. Let's look at it this way. Um, where's black lives matter now? Where are they now? With this gun shit. <laughs> I'm serious. Because most people that are that get killed here in Chicago are black people. That has to do with guns. Where are they now? No, because this has nothing to do with their agenda. Right. And that, to me, I hate that because it's like, you care because it's in Florida in some rich neighborhood with kids where like they don't experience shit like that. Chicago, it's like the Joker in, in The Dark Knight. It's all part like, of the yeah, plan. Yeah, it's all part of the plan. Like, if a gangbanger gets shot, you know, oh, but but if a little fucking, uh, what, is it, what do you say, a governor or mayor gets shot, oh, everyone gets scared. And that's how I feel. Like, this happens, like, 17 shootings, that shit happens on a fucking day or a weekend in Chicago. That That's that's the norm. Yeah. So you're, you're, and I'm not saying, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, I don't feel bad because that shit fucked me up when I saw that mom. We talked about, uh, about, about it the last episode. You don't ever want to see anything like that. But what are we talking about here? And 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 then you talk about the 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 town hall uh, meeting that they had. Uh, it was Marco Rubio. I think it was Dana um, Dana Lush. I think. Yeah. Uh, she's a spokesperson for the NRA. They went and they were like destroyed. And I and 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 by that I mean that Jake Tapper did a horrible job as a mediator because that was like, let's just talk shit about them make them feel bad and then and then you have that kid what's his name um the david hogg uh, uh kid mm-hmm. now he's an activist and he's talking about like oh dana Loesch, like you're in charge you're the one that's supposed to tell these politicians no politicians are supposed to make policy not dana Loesch. that's not her job um because someone went and shot up a school what does that have to do with marco rubio in the sense that like he didn't obviously doesn't want that to happen uh, yeah. or, or, oh, well, you guys are taking money from the NRA. Well, no, the NRA doesn't pick people that naturally you're going to sponsor someone that, that you feel has the same vision as you on certain right. things. Right. Absolutely. So, so that's the thing. Like these people are saying, let's blame, let, let's go off of emotion. Let's not, let's not look at things in a, in a comprehensive way. And, and then you see politicians right now having the conversation okay well what can we do right we're not going to ban rifles but what can we do to make this a a better situation and and i feel like right now we got to stop with this emotion stuff and we gotta we gotta go back into you know the basics do do you know that there are things in this world that you can't always do something about them and 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 this is what i mean this, this is what I mean by that. And I, actually, this is an Adam Carolla talking point, but I, I feel like it's appropriate for the situation. If you're a politician, let's say both of you guys are politicians and you're in a town hall and you're, it's like a debate, like a town hall debate. And I come up there to ask a question and I, and I, and, and you guys be totally honest. And I, and I go and I'm like, Hey, uh, Vince, I see you're running against uh, uh, Ricardo. Ricardo, you're running against Vince. I am a 
uneducated mom with seven kids, not married, and I work at Walmart. If you get elected, <laughs> if you get elected, what are you going to do for me? Honestly, I can't do anything for you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's exactly the right answer. Yeah. There's nothing I can do for you. Yeah. There's nothing I can do for you. Yeah. It's not funny, but it, it kind of is. But the point is, the point is, if some sick individual, if some sick individual <laughs> wanted to do something crazy, they're going to do something crazy, gun or not. Yeah. Do you think, do you think within the realm of reason, is it within the realm of reason for some kid to get a truck, to get a truck, wait for kids to get out of school when they're all filing out of the door, get a truck, hit 80 and plow through all, a bunch of kids and, and possibly kill 17, 18, 19. Is yeah. that possible? Yeah. Yeah. It's very possible. We're not going to outlaw cars. So yeah. What, what, what would we do in that point? Like. Why, why isn't, why isn't it about the shooter? Why isn't it about the shooter? And why isn't it about the social conditions that can, that create such a being? Like, why isn't that the, the topic? Because honestly, you could get killed with fucking anything. Like, yeah, yeah. honestly, like right now, somebody could get a spoon and gouge somebody's eye out in the street. Like, it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Obviously, obviously, I understand. I, I, I totally understand the aspect of, of, okay, well, you're talking about something that, like, can take a lot of lives quickly, like a gun. And and, and that's obviously worth an argument and worth, worth talking about. But, but... The reality is that there's a lot more good people, law-abiding people with guns than there are with bad ones. The thing is, there are still a lot of bad people with guns out there. Yeah. And what and what can you possibly do about it within the realm of reason right now? Yeah. I, th I think part of this is the um, society, the culture that we live in. It's like you, you see movies and these movies have all these happy storybook endings they're saccharine they're easy for people to digest well now you go to reality and yeah uh gun violence there is no easy saccharine solution to it you know what I'm saying no. like like as long as there's guns there's going to be heinous gun violence yeah i don't think there's anything Pete someone can do about it as long as there's different people of different colors yeah. There's going to be racism. Right. As long as there's yeah. different genders, there's going to be sexism. And there's yeah. there's that not to say we shouldn't open a dialogue and try to make things better, but you're not going to get rid of these things. And right. I, I feel like it doesn't fit people's more or morals or, you know, storybook storybook ending and, and they can't. They yeah. just can't, uh, you know, digest she, at, it. At this point, so many people have so many different storybook endings. There's like, which one are we gonna? You know what I'm saying? But but what he says, it's a it's a incredibly valid yeah. point because yeah. you have so many people out there that it's like, it's an injustice. Something has to be done. Right, 
but a, 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 a lot can be done on an individual level. Yeah. Like for instance, if if I'm if I'm armed and some guy ups an AR-15 to shoot a bunch of kids, I'm gonna blow his fucking head off. Like yeah. I I could do that. That that's. Yeah. But short of that, what what measures can you take preemptively to avoid a situation like that? The yes. only the only measure you can take to pre to pre preemptively change the outcome of said hypothetical scenario yeah. is put some law to take my gun away because I'm the law-abiding one. So, yeah, okay, here's my gun. So now if he ups that, that shit, now the only difference is I can't blow his head off because I don't have nothing because I abided yeah. by the law and he didn't. So why are are we not explaining that to people? And that and that's my thing. Like, like when, when you answered about you know that that town hall uh, scenario there's nothing i can do for you no i'm i'm not suggesting to tell kids hey there's nothing that can be done about this but what you want to be done and what like you're so outraged about and 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 what you're being weaponized to be outraged about and indoctrinated yeah. to be outraged about it's not realistic yeah. it's not realistic and you're a kid. Maybe this is harsh, but like you're, you don't, you're stupid. You don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. You don't know anything about the world. That's another thing. Yeah, stupid might be yeah, hard. No, uh, no, ignorant, ignorant. ignorant. That might be a little better yeah. word. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. There was things that I thought when I was in high school that I think back now, and I'm like, that was stupid. What the fuck yeah, was that was that was sheer ignorance. So. Uh, yeah, like, like, uh, you, you look at. CNN only is only um, and the media in general is only like looking at these kids because like it's an easy it's an easy target. Oh, poor innocent child! I, I Look, think, he's 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 doing what no adult will do. I, I, saying no I, to well, guns. Well, see, and and that's where I think where where like it, it's it leans more from from ignorant to stupid because it's done it's done volatile. Like for instance, I don't know if you saw the there. I didn't see the whole town hall meeting, but uh, there was there was one particular segment where that that bald girl that she's been all in the news, the one that's I, I the the bald one. She's like a senior from that school. Oh, okay. She's like all like real vocal and and stuff like that. And uh, and it's it's time for this to stop and all that shit. And she's talking to Dana Loach, and she says something. That's so nasty and volatile. That first off, like I, I, I believe that she had been told to say that, but it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, and and that's where you start to lean into the realm of stupid. She she goes to ask her question, and I don't even really remember what her question was because once she said what I'm about to say, like I was like, whoa, like that took me back. She she tells Dana Loach, she's like, before I ask my question, I just want you to know. Yes, I just want you to know that. We care. We care more about your children than you care about us. So, because this woman, this is an older woman who has children, and because she's a supporter of gun rights, and 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 even more so, an advocate of women's gun rights for women yeah. to yeah. get more involved in knowing how to use a firearm and being familiar with it and everything. You're going to tell her that 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 she doesn't care about children at the same time allude uh, allude to like she doesn't she doesn't uh care about her own children yeah 
that's stupid. Yeah. Like, like you're 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 fucking crossing a major line there. Say what the fuck you gotta say. That's fine. But to make such a a, a like a drastic assumption because this person doesn't agree with you, doesn't align with you, and then another thing, another thing. That if you really want to get into like the, the social justice warrior aspect of things. Do you know that it was the NRA that like actively tried to arm black people during the civil rights era. So that they have a form to protect themselves against the KKK. Like oh, well, the, the, the NRA yeah. actively was like, hey, this is something you should learn to use and become familiar with. So when these fucking motherfuckers try to come and do some crazy shit, blow their fucking head off. Because we live in a world where, sure, it's not nice to talk about and it's not a great thing, but sometimes you need to blow a motherfucker's head off. Like, <laughs> you, you do. Like, yeah. like, like think, come on, let's be real. Yeah, let's be no. real about it. If would, would not both of you agree that it would have been better for that piece of shit to get his head blown off at the door by an by armed security yeah. guard than to kill 17 kids? Yeah. Is that not a better alternative? And, 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 then, and then now now that, well, yes, I'm going to answer it. Uh, so first of all, yes, uh, I would think that you probably agree too. Yes, I do. All right, cool. So now now we go back because what you just said reminded me of something that we didn't talk about uh, in the last episode. The reason we didn't talk about it is, again, because while people were so emotional about it, they weren't letting the facts come out. Uh, or the facts, you know, you have to kind of gather everything before you start assessing, you know, what, what to do. Uh, there was a sheriff... In that school, like in the, in the premise, mm -hmm. he heard the gunshots go off. He walked towards the school as the kids were running out. There's literally an interview online of a kid pretty much describing what the sheriff was doing, which was hiding behind a stair a stairwell, a staircase, not knowing what to do uh, and, and freezing up. And to me, I'm like, wow. That, that could have stopped it. That I mean, obviously, if 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 you can, if seventeen people are gonna die, or or seventeen people died, could you have saved ten? Right. At that point, you have to act. You're a sheriff. I think that's another thing too. Your 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 money comes from 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 taxpayer money. You're gonna get a pension out of this. This is your job. Like you, while everyone is running away, you, you run, run to yeah. the fucking problem. Absolutely. I mean, think about it. If firemen were like, oh, wow, this looks kind of dangerous, this fire, we're just going to wait this one out. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, what? What are you doing? Uh, so so to me, that that's terrible. Um, then you have the actual sher Sheriff Israel saying, oh, well, you know, it's the NRA. <laughs> Blaming other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit. yeah, like from the... That's from some the, Rahm Emanuel that Yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, from day one, he's like, oh, well, that's terrible. Yeah, guns shouldn't be... I say, like, dude, your own sheriff did this and you're over here blaming other people so you know not not to mention then more stuff came out 30 uh what was it 40 plus times there were phone calls coming from that house like uh, going to that household because the kid was so problematic hmm. there was i think four days before that they called us i think this kid is gonna shoot up a school or something you guys need to know that i i you know I could see, because the last episode we were talking about, okay, well, what can you do when the kid... But 40 plus times? That, you don't think that something has to be done? Yeah, Maybe on, but, the, on the mental, on, on the on the psych, uh, or um, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, like the, the psych part of it. Like, can, can this 
kid go see a shrink? Yeah, but but see, this is the this is the thing. Like, short of having somebody follow him around, what can you really do? Because mm-hmm. how many times? And, and this is this is where like I I don't really agree totally with like like a, such a criticism like that because how many times a day do you think the FBI or local police departments get tips that somebody's going to do something oh, yeah. and they never do it? Yeah, and I'm not even totally blaming the the sheriff's department. What I'm blaming is the fact that okay, we're looking at this situation. Should there be a process that if someone is in a okay, like let's say there's a kid who's in a household and obviously he's dysfunctional for some reason, should there be something in place where, okay, this is obviously a problem. We have to, we're going to have to register you to see maybe a, you know, some, a a psych doctor or, you know, like something, some service that can be done when it comes to situations like that. Cause obviously not doing anything at all. Right. But, but but the thing is that could go haywire. Yeah. Because ultimately you, unless they do something, you can't take away their rights. You can't say, yeah, I wouldn't say, Hey, you can't go here. Hey, you can't buy this. Like that's the thing about this country. And it's a good thing about this country that you can't just take somebody's rights away because somebody else thinks they're going to do something. The honest truth about this situation is that we have to be more prepared for it. Like, yeah. like for instance, let, let, let's look at like how the development of, of cars have, have changed from like the Model T to, to now. From airbags to anti-lock brakes, all kind of safety systems, beeping, yeah. rear, rear, uh, rear uh, cameras... Uh, uh, mirrors, all kind of like special intricacies that have gone into a car to really make the car more prepared and and better for the driver in a situation that has never changed yeah. to travel to travel on roads, the the roads that fucking horses traveled on, yeah. buggies have traveled on. It didn't change. The the the, the aspect of traveling is the same. All you've done, all we have done is add things to make traveling better, yeah. to make traveling mm-hmm. more more adaptable, easier, more convenient. So this is this is the thing. It's the same concept with this is that us as people have to adapt to yeah. the situation. We have to realize churches are becoming targets. Live venues are becoming targets. Yeah. So municipalities, uh, 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 agencies, departments you have to prepare people have to prepare be observant if you see something say something like like the president got so much criticism for saying that but it's 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 true like if you see something say something because that's when it matters dude down the street he may he may not do something Okay, you say something, all right, but these the cops can't follow him every day of the week. No. But now what you can do is when you're when you're at a live event, yeah. hey, so and so, this guy, I've seen him a few times, he looks suspicious. At a live event, the security, they can watch dude the whole game. Oh yeah, yeah. The whole time they can have their eye on him. Yeah. If you have a fucking a guy with a scope in the rafters, pe- yeah. be watching yeah. this dude. Be watching him. Yeah. Because if he makes a move, let we gotta act on it. That's what I'm saying. All of that, but you have to, you have to adapt. Yeah. You have to adapt. You don't. And that's basically what I'm saying. Because, like for example, 
his social media accounts. If if you do like a background check, okay, this is obviously a problem. You do a background check. Oh shit, he said that he wants to shoot up a school. Oh shit, he's killing animals. Oh shit, he's like always wielding guns. Hmm. Now there has to be a red flag. Now maybe, maybe passing that information on. Like like I remember uh, doing security one time. Uh, it was like after the Vegas thing. Um. I was doing security at some venue and then they were like, oh yeah, hey, by the way, uh, they said, please watch out because, the, you know, this guy was in the Vegas, that was in the Vegas shooting. They're saying that, you know, uh, he might have not been by himself and Chicago was a target. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of people here. Be very vigilant of anyone. So that was something that was, like you said, that was passed on to us so we could be better prepared for that. Because, you know, it's... and another thing about about social media accounts. And, and again, this is kind of the thing that's like the silver platter again. Like here, look, this is what you should care about. If you go on Instagram right now, oh, we God. could pull up so many profiles of guys with guns. Yeah. Fucking, yo. Stacks of money. We going to shoot me a motherfucker today. And like, the people are the most racist online too. Like, like we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get busy tonight. So... That's my point. Like, how yeah. was this kid any yeah. different than all of that? And, like, what can you really do about that? Like, what are you going to... You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, with him, it was... If you're not allowed to bring a book back to school, I think that's... You know, not everyone is not allowed to bring... You're not able to bring a book back to school. You have... Co- that, that that's just not a normal kid. No, right. I, I mean, yeah. By no means am I saying that he was normal. For but, example, but like right now, we were to is, take a picture and we're like, we're, but like when they do a research on us, they're not going to really find what, anything. What, what I'm saying is, short of taking away his rights, what can you have done preemptively? Like short yeah. of taking away the rights, like what can have been, what would have been done to stop this from happening? Short of taking away his rights, and and you can't take away the rights because he's an American citizen. And you just can't do it. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. I'm not, well, that was never an argument on my end. Taking his rights away, what I'm saying is being better prepared as far as, like, this kid is obviously troubled. Now, a troubled kid, I mean, there's a lot of troubled kids I knew, you know, like, w- growing up. That doesn't make, a, a, a troubled kid is not a bad person. Now, if you just keep ignoring a troubled kid... And 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 just oh yeah he's just a kid that might shoot up a school because like a lot of those those kids were saying oh he'll probably shoot up a school well if he sh- you think that that's someone that that's real isolated well why don't you go and talk to this person or why don't you you know try and find something out or or like like even the police department if they're getting calls well how can we kind of pawn not pawn you guys off but like send you to the right people because this kid needs to talk to somebody right and, but what I'm saying yeah. is what I'm saying is. He talks to somebody. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, he talked. Like what? I think, I, what I think that would make a big uh, talking to somebody, and and being somewhere where like at least you're being heard, could be the difference between someone being like, oh fuck it, fuck you, man. Right. Right. And yeah. and you're right. It could be, but let's say it that it's not. Let's say it's not. So well, that what what I'm yeah. saying is what I'm saying is that that with everybody saying, oh well, well there were so many red flags. This could have happened. This could have happened. Yeah. And it's sure. Maybe a red flag gets seen and then it gets caught and then like it gets it gets kind of fixed and 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 yeah. and and he be you know things get get a little bit better. Yeah. But there's also there's always the possibility that oh, yeah. nothing changes. Oh yeah, well, that, but but that's that's the at that point it's like that's when people those are the people that think utopias are possible. You know, like for example, for as much for as safe as you can make a car, you could die in a car accident. 
Exactly. And, and that's something that people need to be come to grips with because that's just the reality of it all. Like, I could be doing real well financially now, and all of a sudden I fucking you know oh shit, Ricardo, you got a you got ass cancer. <laughs> you got you got a, you got a month to live. Oh, oh, I thought everything was going great, and shit, it still is until thirty days from now when I'm gone. But and that 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 is true. Like that that is something that people right away. Well, we've we've talked about this even last episode. Ban assault rifles. You just talked about people could plow through. They did that in East France. Yeah, they did that in East France. Um, these these te uh, terrorists make bombs out of household supply. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is how you make a, a, a bomb. Look at the Boston bombings. That's that wasn't like you know anything that that you didn't need to get like these crazy parts from China or something to create this. This is kind of like a make at home bomb. So, oh, I don't have an assault rifle. So now I'm gonna make a couple cooking bombs. I'm gonna leave them in strategic places. I'm gonna do this, yeah. and then the, and then when they pass through, boom, they're done. You can't stop bombings from happening here. You can't stop attacks from happening here. And that's what I'm saying. Like, we can we can always make things better. And I always I, and that's my whole argument is, yeah, let's make them let's make them better. But then also your your argument is, let's also let people know that this is not gonna fix everything. Because it's not the truth. Right. And, and and my argument is, ultimately, let's make it better by being pre more prepared. Exactly. Yeah. Being more prepared for it. Because, ultimately, that's all you can yeah. guarantee is is your preparation. Like, yeah. like yeah. you could... And that's why I, I go back to the red flags thing. Like, you could tell tell people all day long, hey, I think this person is going to do that. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of times, all that shit could get cleared. Because, for instance... With the Stephen Paddock guy from Vegas, there wasn't a, there weren't Nothing. red flags. So yeah. in a situation like that, you got to be more prepared. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, and and even that, there, that's hard to prepare for because he's he was shooting from so far away. Like I, you, he took yeah he he uh because people were mad that he took bags. But like who's ever gonna think that someone's gonna bring like in a hotel a bag bring full bag, of guns? People bring bags all the time. Yeah, that it's. Uh, that that's again people really not realizing that we live in a world where bad things are going to happen all the time and no matter what we do and then and then you also have to look at the, the fact that how much are you willing to give up to 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 then okay we we give up guns we we give up we give up <laughs> oh man now everyone's running people over okay we give up cars so like now now you're changing things for the worst because mm -hmm. now now you're not really being logical in, in the mm -hmm. sense that like you know we live in a society where most things are great and and there's bad things but i mean an argument when people say this is the 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 place this is the country with the most shooting well we have a big ass population per capita i mean we're still up there but we're not i don't i don't think we even we might be in the top 10. So we're still up there, but we're not even per capita the worst when it comes to this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. It just comes with the territory. Um, we were talking earlier about the Australia thing. Okay. They have thousands of guns. We have three, 300 millions of guns. That's different. Also, their culture thinks of things from, uh, oh, the government. They'll take care of it. Uh, that's not even the premise of who we are. Yeah. Ours was like arm ourselves, protect ourselves. Yeah. This is who we are. That's the whole point. Um so I mean, at that point I I don't really know what what to tell people 
when it comes to making things better? I mean, what could you say? I have a I have a question that I want to throw throw by you guys. Just thought of it. Mm-hmm. So back in the early nineties, late eighties, early nineties, cars are coming out with you. You alluded to this earlier. Cars are coming out with airbags and seat belts and anti-lock brake systems and Mm -hmm. they're trying to make cars safer and what the car companies were finding out was that there were more accidents going on the cars are safer but there's more accidents going on and it's a concept called risk compensation the safer a, a an instance is perceived to be the riskier the behavior is. So Mm -hmm. as cars become safer, you know, uh, drivers start driving faster, uh, making ill-advised lane changes and and, and whatnot. Do you think that's what's going on here in America? So, you know, we're getting more security, more security, more security. We're, we're, uh, you know, we're amplifying uh, you know, background checks and, and, and more restrictive gun laws is that is the risk compensation aspect coming into effect here where people are just partaking in more riskier, dangerous behavior because America is perceived as safe. I I, I think that that does have something to do with it. And so, so you're saying. So what he was saying was like people because, are doing because we there's so many systems in place right now to 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 like to, to to help keep us safe and for for the for our betterment that that people in turn are being like less security conscious, less mm-hmm. prepared because you have you have all of that stuff put in place and then there's those that are kind of like taking advantage of that and like capitalizing off of it. And, and I, I do think you might be onto something. It's kind of like, it's kind of like in the old West, it's like, okay, like we moved to this town and it's the old West. And like, there's a, there's a sheriff in town, but he's a fucking slob with a big old gut, but people are like, oh, well he has a gun though. So like we can start our business. And now like this fucking gang of bandits comes in and it's like, ah, this bitch made that sheriff. Like we're going to fucking take this town over because he's going to end up working for us because it's the, he, all he is, is the perception of security. But the reality is that like we can, we can take it. And, and that, and I, I think what Vince is saying there, there is, there is a lot of truth to it because for instance, my dad told me about this situation on the west side where like this place got robbed that had a, a bulletproof window and you know what the guy did he oh. he didn't have a gun he had like a snake that looked venomous and he's like bitch i'll let it go like like through the little <laughs> thing that'll go like where you put the money in and like they gave him the money they gave him the money so all of that all of that bulletproof <laughs> yeah. glass or whatever yeah. because because the thing is it's like you have become you have become like you're you're you you've developed such a lack of security concept yeah, yeah that like you're in this like safe little fucking bubble with with your bulletproof glass that you're just thinking about guns and yeah. and that's and that's the thing people people are like like you're alluding to guns but there's so much there's so much that can happen you know that yeah. there have been cases where arsonists have burned down like properties and killed a bunch of people you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. It, it has happened 
So an evil mind that's thinking of something evil to do, they're gonna going, find a way. They're gonna find they're a gonna way. They're gonna find a way, yeah. And 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 it's it's for us, it's on us to not be so relaxed, not be so 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 uh uh complacent. Yeah. And to be and to be more prepared, as prepared as one can be, because yeah. there's even then there's gonna be situations where you can't prepare for like the Vegas one. Yeah. I feel like that's a perfect example of it. The dude is so high up. These people are in a field, an open field across the street. I mean, all you can really do is like run for cover in that situation. Yeah. And like get out of the way long enough so like somebody can go and like fucking neutralize this dude. So, so yeah, I do think, I do think that you're, you're, you're onto something because then, and this is like goes back to the example that I gave in, in last week's episode about Jimmy's hot dogs in Chicago. Yeah. Where like you got three motherfuckers in back of the counter that have guns, doesn't have no bulletproof, yeah. nothing. You could see that those people are not complacent about security. No. no, we don't need a bulletproof, we don't need a bulletproof uh glass or nothing. Because that bulletproof glass, it it creates complacency. Yeah. What I need is the power to fix the situation. Now, two things. Um, that's why I, one is just a statement and the other is a question. Um, that's why I don't understand the gun laws here in Chicago. You can conceal carry, but you can't take it anywhere. Because so many establishments have that notice on the door yeah. that they don't want you to have it in there. Yeah, most establishments. So, like, what's the point of me carrying my gun if I can't take it to Pete's Market? So I, now I have to illegally put leave it in my car? So then technically, we don't really have concealed carry, if you think about it. You're just limiting yourself from going anywhere. So it should be like Texas, where you could carry. It's either open carry. I don't think open carry is good. I think concealed carry is better. Uh, actually, open carry could be good just because people, oh, shit, this motherfucker. And then yeah, it's so normal. I, I, I like I like being able to have the choice, like yeah. if you want to conceal it or if you want it open. Because open, I feel, does like alleviate a lot of bullshit because that yeah. that's goes back to the Jimmy's hot dog example. Those guys like the 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 gun on their hip, they like it's op- it's out there and they want people to see it. Yeah. Like look. Yeah, like <laughs> they want people to see it and I think I think that's that's a good thing and I think it alleviates it alleviates a lot of problems. Uh and then a quick question. Do you think naming the people that did the shootings is a good thing? I don't think it matters. You don't think it matters. You don't think uh like that'll make people wanna Want to do? Oh man! Was, see, he got his fifteen minutes of fame, so I'm gonna go shoot, shoot up another place, and now I'm gonna be on the news. You don't think that? Well, that... I, I get, I get why you're asking that because if during sporting events when somebody runs onto the field, they used to show it back in the day, and now they they no longer they'll you know they'll go to a different camera angle, they'll cut away, they won't show the person that ran on the field or court or whatever, mm. and that and. They were do and they did that in hopes of okay, well, let's not get these goofballs their fifteen seconds of fame. Yeah, mm-hmm. but 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 then you got it, it depends. It depends on also the ideology behind why somebody does what they do. Because if you think of like how many Muslim terrorists do you remember their name and they say their name? Yeah, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying. It's 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 the ideology, and these are not people that care about fifteen minutes of fame. The, mm-hmm. What they care about 
is like the glory of Allah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or the yeah. mission that they're trying to kill. Yeah, you. yeah. So, so. Because I actually. If you do or don't, I don't think. Like, if a motherfucker is going to do some crazy shit, they're going to do it. I don't think. Because yeah. um, WWE, they have. It's a wrestler by the name of. His name was originally Apollo Cruz. So, since the shooting, they took the word. They took the name Cruz off of his name because. See, that, I think that's stupid. So, like, now the guy's name is just Apollo. So now so now you're going to ban the name Cruz. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah, we yeah. go. Like, 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 what do you, we like, what do, what, are we, what are we doing Yeah, because I, I had mixed feelings about that. Because, I, I, like I said, I understood kind of like how you said it. But it's like, okay, like, dude still killed 17 people, I think. So... I don't know that, that that'll change someone's mind. Like, if they see that, they're like, oh, wow, chaos. I'm going to create it, whether I know dude's name or not. You know what I'm saying? Because some people, I think sometimes it also has more to do with, like, fuck it. You know, I, I just want to do some evil shit. That's just some evil, unexplainable stuff that I can't even fathom. So, and and I'm going to do it. Yeah. So, moving on here a little bit, because we're, we're running a little short on time. Um. I wanted to talk about briefly uh, <laughs> this Monique interview on The Breakfast Club. Remember, recently Monique called for a boycott of Netflix because she said that they have racial and gender bias. Because of that, Don, uh, Charlemagne the God gave her donkey of the day, yeah. saying that how can they be racially biased when they gave Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle money for their stand-up specials? How can they be gender biased when they gave Amy Schumer money for their stand-up specials? So she came on The Breakfast Club. She wanted to like challenge him and say, why did you say that about me? Why did you make that, that, that criticism of me? Because I'm black and you're black. And he's like, well, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with that. That's why I tried to tell you. It's more about like you haven't really been doing anything in the game lately. Yeah. And she just couldn't like accept that. <laughs> is this... Is this the world we live in where like you like people just can't accept the reality of a situation when when it's like presented to them like so so evidently like chris rock was selling out arenas dave yeah, chappelle yeah. was selling out shows amy schumer was doing the same thing and, and and he even goes as far as to say that he doesn't find amy schumer funny he's like i don't find her funny but i gather that she has a following She's putting in that work and and, there, and there's money there's 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 money to it is Hollywood is what I, what I guess the, the real question that I'm asking is what Monique is in, in this interview and, and her, her, her lack of acceptance of the situation. Is that what is that what Hollywood is? And is that what the rest of the world is becoming? Well, it's it's yeah, it's been what Hollywood is, you know, Hollywood lives they live in their own little bubble their own little version of reality though our society is becoming like that because of social media in large part i mean there's other factors but i think social media is the largest factor here because you know everyone on social media you never hear anything bad people never post anything bad about themselves on social media it's you know or you know you look at facebook Oh, I'm going to this party. Look at me. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm dating this person. People live in these, you know, these make-believe worlds. The social media worlds and make-believe world. And when reality smacks you in the face like a brick, 
people just people just can't stomach it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, and it, it exposes the hypocrisy. Oh, women, we've gender. Oh, why aren't you the actress that played that one like sexy broad with the lipstick, and you were just like there because you were hot? You know what I'm saying? Or an Instagram. Yeah. Oh, they will not judge me by my body. Oh, weren't you the chick with that big old booty? With like Where real tits out. tits out and ass out. And I was like, damn, that's nice. And then I showed it to the rest of the guys because that's what guys do. Yeah. <laughs> they look at that t- stuff. So it's, fucking gross. It's almost like it's a, <laughs> it's a walking hi- hypocrisy that, that it's almost like people don't see that. Yeah. They're blind to their own hypocrisy. I felt that the whole Me Too movement was just so hypocritical to like how women are perceived in film. Don't don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, you didn't have a problem then with all these things. Now you're starting to see like films. My tits. <laughs> My tits, they were out. But now I don't want them to be me too. Like you were the same person that was cool with, you know, like I said, playing that role. Now, now you have a problem with it, you know? Now you now you have a problem if oh girl's not nominated. Now you have such a big problem. Now you want to switch the scripts and make a, a, a women's Lord of the Flies. What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like now I'm, it, 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 you're so mad about it that you want to not make sense. And yeah, it's every. I, th- I don't think Monique understands that. Yeah. To to an extent, everything is a business, and people are using all these social issues as a form of business. That could be what she's trying to do. She's, you know, she's trying to use feminism and, 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 and whatnot as, 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 yeah, as, as a business tactic. And then, and then finally, um, I saw black Panther recently and it it was a good movie. Like I enjoyed it. It, It's not like what, like everybody's making it out to seem like the greatest comic book movie. It falls short of a lot. Like falls short of the dark Knight of X-Men days of future past. But it, it's a good, entertaining movie. Was it better than the Avengers? No, no. not even the first one. No, but like with the Avengers, like just the cast and everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and Black Panther wasn't even better than than Captain America: Civil War. Like, oh wow, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, so and understandably so. Like you got yeah. you got like all these characters and all of that. But but reason why I wanted to bring that up was because there's a lot of people. And and I don't think this is like the overwhelming majority of, of people that are seeing this movie and then just, you know, feeling like so, so different about their life or like, oh, you know, <laughs> but, but it, what's so funny about it is like there's so many people that I've seen say such greatness about about Black Panther, like their 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 critique of the movie is like, oh, it's so amazing and why they think it's an amazing is is you know visually it's good the acting is good the directing is good but what seems to speak to them most is like this this fictional uh, country Wakanda, <laughs> which it's badass. Like if you see the movie, like you'll be like, oh, this is a badass place. Like yeah. the way that it is and everything. But what's so funny about it is like those people that like are 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 so in love with Wakanda, and like me being you know somewhat politically savvy and economically savvy and like and like watching the things that are taking place in Wakanda and how Wakanda came to be Wakanda in this fictional world the same people that like love Wakanda so much are the same people that have been very critical of President Trump 
But Wakanda in the movie, you see when you watch it politically, the history of Wakanda is almost identical to like what Trump wants for the United States. Oh wow. Like like we have to take care of our people. Okay. We have to limit immigration. Like in Wakanda, there's nobody living there from other countries. Oh, it's just the people it's there. It's just their people. Oh, wow. They're for their people. <laughs> yeah. They have the willingness to use their resources. Okay. They have the willingness to, like, grow and develop their people. Like, it, it's just so funny that, like, everybody that's so critical of Trump and, like, yeah. his policies is, like, such a fan of Wakanda. But if you see the movie, it's like, this dude is, like, a black Donald Trump. It, like, it's kind of like not yeah. not not as like like brash about it but and doesn't have twitter probably but but right and then doesn't have twitter but policy wise yeah. policy wise a, a lot of similarities a wow. lot of like just we're very much about our people yeah. we're very, you know what i'm saying and so like when you guys see the movie when you finally do see it just kind of like pay attention to that and I'm and, and you're you're going to you're going to find that uh interesting but uh yeah that's our show Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Vince, for being on. Thank you for having me. We we appreciate it greatly. Uh, remember, everybody out there, if we talk about something that you know somebody else would be interested in, send them the show. Send them the link. Uh, share. Create a dialogue. Stay in touch with us. Sign up for the newsletter. Engage with us on Twitter. Remember, we're on Google Play. We're on, on the Apple Podcast app. We're on Stitcher. Pretty much anywhere. You can find a podcast. You can find us. We're out. Peace. Peace.